Welcome back to another episode of the Krusty Cast. Today we're joined back with Kyle. Kyle's going on? We got Malachi. What up? And we have Kenny back. Kenny, how are you doing? I don't have anything to say today. Why uh, did you only ask him how's it, how's it going? Like what? Because Kenny usually just goes, "Hey, <laughs> my name's Kenny." <laughs> you gotta you gotta get him you gotta get him drunk. Well, you got him kind of drunk. Some of us don't like to listen to ten minute intros on podcasts, so I like to keep it pretty quiet. I don't know, Kenny. You're you're making it a ten minute intro yeah, now. Shots fired. <laughs> we're back with the boys. We're not in the garage though. We're in the basement. A little too hot outside. Malachi uh, didn't want to sweat and ruin his figure, but uh. Yeah, and no, it's a mess because of I got tackle everywhere and mowers and <laughs> it's a mess and it's hot too. So I, might, I was like, might as well come in the basement where it's like sixty degrees. It feels awesome. It does feel pretty awesome down here. Malachi, you went on a Canada trip. Yep. How was that? Good. <laughs> <laughs> Where'd you go? Um, I went to Poland's Nagagmi Lodge. Um, there's a f- like three lodges on that lake, but I had gone to this one since I was probably in seventh grade. Uh, I went there like seventh grade, eighth grade, freshman year, and then I went there right after I graduated high school. Like right, like the day of my graduation party, went up there, and I haven't been back since. Is this one of those like flying places? Yep. It's there's no road. You can't drive there. You have to fly in. How far? How how long was the flight? Um, 15 minutes. That's not that bad. It sounds like borderline flying place, though. Yeah, it's just, po- it's literally pond hopping because there's, <laughs> because there's no roads. Gotcha. So it's, there. there is a dirt road to this one lake that has, that they fly out of. And then they fly people to several different lakes and lodges, like in the area. Some of those, they say you can drive to them, but there's no guarantee there won't be like, you want to cut Log- up a bunch of trees. And logging roads. Yeah, yeah there, there is... It looked like there were some logging roads that came up to the lake, but you couldn't get to the you couldn't get to the lodge. It's usually, just easier for them just to fly you in. You could get to the lake hmm. if you had whatever. If you could take the logging road, you could get to the lake, but not to the lodge. And the lake is huge; it's like eight miles across. So, I really don't have a frame for reference for that. I just know eight miles is usually it, eight minutes. It's on it's the, like on the highway. It's it's big. <laughs> it's like if you took like I mean, I like, guess driving at sixty five for like eight minutes is. You're not going nowhere. It's like as long as Devils, at least. But then, like, you know, how Devils is kind of narrow and long. Kind of curves. It's like if you took Devils and put six of them right next to each other, that's that's what it's like. Uh, probably like four of them right next gotcha. to each other. Gotcha. Yeah. Devils curves to the left. <laughs> if you look at it on the map, <laughs> Got a little bit of a cock in it. <laughs> um. Guys, should have heard all of us holding back on that joke. God, you guys got me so fucking tired. Why'd you guys get all quiet when we started recording? Because we were being respectful. <laughs> Wanted to hear about Mal's trip. Mal this isn't our podcast. Mal, <laughs> Mal held back and said, I'll talk about it on the podcast. Yeah, so what else are we going to know? How much fish you catch? Who'd you bring? Can we have waypoints? Yeah, you can have, waypoints. You can have waypoints because you'll never get there. <laughs> um, so I went with, uh, I took my dad. Who doesn't do a lot of fishing, but he had a good time and caught a lot. Um, Allie's dad, her brother, and then her cousin and her uncle. It was like an awesome group. Her cousin and uncle own the property in Texas that we hunt. And how many? So what, eight people total. Uh, six. Six. Uh. So can uh, you 
can you lay out for us like the first hundred yards offshore? What would that look like? Are we talking like deep drop offs like Kentucky Lake? Off hundred yards, Kentucky. Hundred yards off our dock was sixty foot deep. Really? But but in parts of the lake, you can go hundred yards. You can go two hundred yards off the bank, and it's still two foot deep. It's like. It's really, I mean, it's glacial. It's really. So, yeah, that's how Canada is. Because when I went on my Canada, my Canadian trip, it was like. Your Canada trip? My Canadian trip. <laughs> you, if you don't know where you're going and you've never been there, yeah, you, you can't just go on plane and just go. I knew where I was going, and I still ended up paying for a new prop by the end of the week. Did you really? Yeah. Uh, I didn't, I didn't wreck, like, I didn't really, really fuck, fuck it up, but I, yeah. I, I, was, I was going faster than idling, and I hit some rocks. And chipped and those shoals that are up there are like I mean, huge. I mean they're like full three F three fifty size. Like yeah, and they're rock. Like they are not yeah. like it's There's not no like LG some sand like weed. It's like rocks. Like some <laughs> some of these rocks. Some of these rocks are bigger than my boat. Yeah, like they're big. And, Damn. And yeah, they're they're absolutely massive. Yeah. So yeah. would you airdrop your boat in there? Like get a Chinook to come just pick it up, drop it in. Is that a real question? No. <laughs> yeah, I they, think it was. <laughs> yeah, they keep everything there. You can't you can't get your own boat there. Yeah. The, the boats that are there have been there forever. Um and they constantly are refinishing. Most of their boats are uh cedar strip, like wood, wood boats. Um and they have some aluminum, but yeah. So what did you go up there to target? Did you go up there just to target walleye or were you trying to get some smallmouth? There's zero bass on the whole lake. Are you serious? There's not a bass in that lake. Why'd you go? Walleye. Is there pike? <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. Did you get some big ones? Uh, we caught, we probably caught like ten over thirty, but nothing, nothing but over forty. I didn't no, nothing see over thirty six. Yeah, I was about to say because I didn't see anything on your Instagram post yeah. about pike. So I figured either you didn't catch them or you didn't catch anything big enough to post. Um, I yeah, still I feel I, like a thirty inch pike's big enough to post though. Nah, when you, when I, you I, I'll, I'll show you a picture right now. Be, when no. you see, <laughs> no, when you see the difference between I caught 30, thirty inchers, but I didn't you, catch any. When big you ones. see the difference between a thirty incher and a thirty six incher, it, it's, it's it's a big difference. Because then they start growing like their heads. So you're saying six inches is a lot? Six inches is a lot. My dad caught a big one. Um, we were literally pulling our lines out on the very last day, like we were doing a drift, and uh, he had just broken off on a fish. We're, we were we were drifting with crawler harnesses because it was super windy, and I was like, "This is the only thing." I'm like, "This we're basically trolling, but we're just gonna turn the boat sideways and troll," and with the wind, and it was working good. I was catching some walleye, but uh, literally, the lake was too rough. I'm like, "We gotta go back," and meaning we're done because we had to turn our boats in in like an hour. Yeah. Anyway, so I was like, "We're, we're done for the trip. We're not fishing anymore." I pull the stringer out. I pull my line out. He's like slowly pulling his line out, and. His crawler harness is like literally an inch into the into the water still, and a thirty-five inch pike eats it. Did you catch him? Did you land him? Oh yeah, yeah. I I scooped it up in the net. There's like three foot white caps hitting the boat. I scoop it up with the net really fast. Don't unhook it or nothing. Just drop it in the boat. Start the engine up, and we just run right back to the dock. <laughs> and uh, yeah, we we kept it because um, Allie's uncle and cousin wanted to take back a bunch of fish back to Texas. So. Um, Dude, there's no yeah. walleye or anything down in Texas, is there? It's all hybrid kind of stock. It's all like sawgye and stuff. Oh, I don't e- yeah, I don't even know. Like I, sawgye, there's like sawgye out in like Delta, like Delta and like Wauseon. There's sawgye. So they live they live an hour from Amistad Reservoir, which is Rio Grande and something with a P. Another big good fishing. You know, and yeah, it's it's they don't really fish, right? But um, 
that lake that lake has 10 pound largemouth 100 percent. oh yeah like yeah, a, every a, lake down in a, Texas like like a, like a bunch of them yeah so when you went to texas did you go fishing at all down there or just hunting no i didn't fish but next year i kind of want well if i can kill an axis deer in the first like three days um this winter then i want to go fishing the rest of the week but we'll see it sounds yeah. like it'd be fun to just go hook into like six seven pounders all weekend yeah and that time of year it should be really good too what time of the year are you going january like over new year's yeah so so the water won't be like stupid hot so like is there still ice down there in january like (laughs) how's that work real question again (laughs) but overall your uh canada trip were you guys in a cabin tent camping what was going on there uh they have like six cabins um they only fill half of them now um but yeah so there was why didn't they fill half because they after COVID, so like COVID year 2020 they had to like close camp because yeah, you couldn't get because only ten percent of their business comes from Canada. Everybody else comes from Michigan and Ohio and Indiana, huh. um, <clears throat> and Wisconsin. But I know that guy. Oh, we're, we have fishing video on the TV. Who is that guy? Uh, PJ Vic. Who? Vic. Can't hear you. PJ Vic. <laughs> Thank you. Michael Vic. <laughs> your friends without with, the felony. Your yeah. friends with walleye guys. I thought you were just bass fishermen, Kyle. I thought you guys hated each other. We'll leave that alone. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what was I saying about the cabin? Some other cabin. I don't know. Closed oh, down they, during COVID. They closed down during COVID because Americans couldn't get over the border. So um, <clears throat> they used to have a lot of staff. Like they used to have like two or three helpers there all the time, and they were they'd fill the cabins. They had it was a full operation. Well, like now, it's, since then they just cut back, and just the two owners work it. Hey, was it were they nice cabins though? Yeah, I mean they're. Shit, I mean, like, I'm not saying nice. like you know five star like Hilton. No, they're like Hilton Inn or whatever. Like, if they it. were not there, they would be a piece of shit. But like, it's there, so it's you yeah. Know, you don't care at all. Did you at least have on AC the water on a great fishing lake? AC? Yeah, did you at least have AC. No. Oh, yeah, fucking sucks. They didn't have any window units it up was, there. It, it was cold. Yeah, it ain't that hot up there, is it? Oh, really? And nights were cold. I woke up. We wake up and you're cold. I like, guess that was the same in Minnesota last yeah. year. Around like around nine o'clock, it dropped down to like fifty, sixty. Yeah. It did get hot. Like during, it never was hot for a full day. Yeah. It it would the sun would come out for maybe a few hours, some days, and it would get hot. And then you'd strip down your t shirt, and then all of a sudden, it would drop like fifteen degrees in a minute. That's and you're just like that's the water up in Minnesota was like maybe sixty degrees, but the days were like eighty, ninety degrees. Nights yeah. were going down to sixty. Yeah, that's how it was when I went to Canada. It's like. We had one day where we had shorts and a short sleeve shirt on, and we were there for five yeah. days. And Always like, started off the day in the rain gear. Well, you oh, guys, yeah, you guys we are getting to. you guys are getting the Lake Huron effect. Too. Well, and we you know where we were. And yeah. it was like we, we were, I, I was way up further than you, but you? you were getting Lake Erie effect right weather, so yeah. it probably was colder. It was freezing on most days, and then they one day it got up to like eighty, yeah. and we were like, okay, rain gear off, let's let's strip it down, mm-hmm. but. I, I love that about Canada and, like, when you go up to Minnesota and places like that where it's, like, genuinely cold in the morning. Not cold, but, like, 50-ish. But, but you know you get to wear you get to wear a hoodie and your raincoat. Oh, my gosh. There's nothing better. Out, and I, it's fun. That's what you want to wear. There's nothing better than, like, wearing, being able to wear your rain bibs or your rain jacket. Yeah. Where it's, like, the light stuff, not the heavy stuff, the light stuff. And then you can, like, slowly take it off and it's just it's comfortable. It's just comfortable. Yeah. Or you can still wear flip-flops the whole time. Like, that's, yeah, that's I, like, prime. Dude, it gets, I wore, like, I wore it gets, boots. Like, it gets hot. Like noon, yeah. noon one o'clock. It, I mean, it still gets hot, but those mornings and those dusks, uh, like the evenings, dusks, the evenings, 
nice as hell. Probably like I mean that's why I love I think I love the north during the summer way more than it's not even comparable north winds in the summer versus the south. Aside from uh, rain every day, like temperature wise, south, Southwest Texas is northern Ontario in the summer. Southwest Texas in the winter is northern Ontario in the summer, and it's perfect. <laughs> when you wake up, when you wake up, it's like in the forties, and then by ten o'clock, it's what seventy. How was the weather when you were up there? How, how was the weather? Yeah, like was it raining or was it like good yeah, weather? Yeah, so, so every day it rains. Every day. Every day. Every day it rains multiple times. You you'll you'll be you'll be out there, and you'll see like all of a sudden the wind will like completely do a one eighty, and then you look in that direction and there's a rain cloud that just popped up on the opposite side of the lake and you can see like like we can see our bodies getting rained on and we're like all right let's run in. And it, yeah, it, it's wild. The, wind, the wind changes, like drift. Like if I made a two hundred yard drift over and over, that drift completely changed directions. Like every second or third drift, it would change directions. Really? Like it, we'd have a north wind for an hour, and then all of a sudden we'd have a south wind. It it's would like just so to a foreign, south. so foreign to us down here. It's yeah, down well. here. I say down here. We're in fucking. Ohio. It's always southwest though, typically. Like yeah. like fifty percent of the time. Eerie though. What's that? That can happen to you quite a bit on Erie, though. Right. Get a wind shift, like just a random wind shift, complete opposite direction. It can, but I feel like... Not as much as up there. I feel like... F- 50% I, of the time around here, we have a southwest wind. Yeah, I right. feel like you can definitely have that wind shift on Erie. But I feel like for the most part, like one day it's going to be one direction. The next day it might change. But the way you're talking about like, it, it sounds like it changed like within the hour. I feel like yeah. by noon, around here by noon... There's like a there's a wind shift and it doesn't change after that. Like you kind of get like two changes, but in Canada, that was the first time I ever realized. Okay, bring your rain jacket, bring your rain. Have gear it on the boat no at matter all what. times. At so all now times. anytime I go fishing, I don't care if I'm going on someone else's boat or whatever. I'm always having a rain rain gear. Even when we went out, when we go out, I always have rain gear. Minus the last time we went out, we both didn't bring rain. Gear. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I always bring rain gear when you don't need it. I never bring it when I need it. Like when we went up to Devils and I was late the one time and it started pouring on us. And late, all I had late was the one time? Which time? Shut up. <laughs> all I had was a, my polyester fishing shirt. And I was like, God, oh, this fucking sucks. Yeah, that was. I, the worst. I took my rain gear out last week and it was 93 degrees and like zero chance of rain. I just took it out there. Well, you bought it. You got to use it. But overall, well, good trip. Catch a lot of fish. How were the fish fries? Yeah, the we ate fish for it, one meal a day pretty much. Whether it was lunch or dinner or like the last like the last night at midnight I fried fish. Cuz <laughs> cuz we had fish. Did you have raccoons? We, we had Did over you have raccoons coming and spanking the oil when you were done with it? No, just bears. <laughs> I was going to ask you about that. I was going to ask you if you guys saw any bears or mooses. M- mooses or Mo- meese? Moosen. 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 Um we didn't see any bears uh the Texas boys saw a moose with a calf, and then we saw, like, a beaver and then, like, tons of other wildlife. I mean, as far as tons of ducks I've never seen in my life. Really? Dude. Did you be, Were you able to ID them? I mean, I didn't have any internet or anything up there. So. <laughs> but if, if you showed me pictures, like, ducks of Canada, I could point out the ones I saw for sure. Um, and then loons were just loaded. Dude, aren't loons fucking awesome, though? Oh yeah! You every morning you wake up like it was like waking up to a rooster crow or to your alarm, except it was loons. It was so much better. When like, I, was like, in- I easily six a.m. the loons start going, and I like 
woke up and I'm like, this is sweet. I Did it get right super it. light, like super fucking early? Yeah. It, uh, you could, you could be, you could fish at 10 o'clock at night and it was, you could see perfectly fine. When we were in Minnesota. And, and you could fish at 5 a.m. and see perfectly fine. Like when we were in Minnesota, it got dark, dark, like around eight, nine o'clock still. Like it should in summer, like around here. Like it starts, well, it got dark, like it gets dark here around 9, 30, 10. It got dark in Minnesota around like eight thirty nine thirty, but it got light at like four a.m. Yeah, and so I'd like set my alarm for like six a.m. Uh, the first like couple days, and I was like, all right, fuck it. When is sunrise? And the sunrise was four thirty a.m. I said, fuck that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But it's also like once the sun is up, it's actually easy to wake up. Yeah. Oh, very um, easy. You just yeah. Sometimes there were times when I needed a nap midday, but I was like, fuck that. I said I'm here to fish, and I just fished. I didn't take a nap the whole time. But that's why I d- took off today because I wanted to just sleep in and chill. Did you guys have any maps or like high def maps or anything like that of that lake, or is that not available? Malachi's yeah. actually an actual angler and an outdoorsman, so he doesn't need maps. Can he? <laughs> yeah, he takes but, one I mean, sip of the water. and does all the drop It's funny you say that because like as much stuff as I didn't remember because I've never been in charge of this trip. When I used to go, I was just like the, the the kid that tagged along. But like. So, like, I didn't remember as far as the logistics and just, like, getting everything ready and what we had to do and bring. I didn't remember all that stuff. But once we got to the lake, I was, like, I knew everything about that lake. Like, I didn't need shit. Just, like, exactly, muscle memory. Yeah. I mean, like, no, I just know that lake by heart. It's like your home lake. Like, yeah. you don't need a graph when you go to Hudson. You yeah. don't need a graph y- when you, you go do to need a You do need a graph because... I mean, like, I still chip that prop because I, right, I, I, did, I didn't for, come around I didn't a, come around a point wide enough. Yeah, you need a graph for directions, and, not for, like... What, dude, they don't have buoys out there? Not directions. I just needed it for depth. Yeah. Because but you can't... See, unless the transducer's in the front, though, you're still going to... Yeah, still gonna, yeah you're still that's true. Does, that prop. I mean, hell, even yeah. if you're going fast enough and the transducer's <laughs> in the front, you're still going to fuck it up. But, and I, I actually... 18 uh, feet is not enough distance for you to really make a judgment call. No. no. <laughs> but I actually... Uh, midweek... The, so I found a good, really good walleye bite like right away off this point, and like, got my whole group on the on this group of like there's just fish all over this point. Yeah, and you could wreck them, um, and good size too. Like your average fish was 18 inches. It was really good. Uh, walleye, right? Walleye, yeah. But then those fish kind of cleared out, and I think they went deep. I don't know, but uh, kind of just it was just slower there. So I was like. I mean, like, I'm good. Like, I caught a lot of walleye. I'm like, I want to go catch some big ones. And uh, I did some graphing, and I mean, it's just a piece of shit, old Lawrence, like, the basic standard downscan. And uh, <clears throat> I found this. So, like, there's this rock pile. What was that? I don't know. Scary. Something cackling. But there's, there's a rock pile that I knew about that was it's really good, like, shallow around the rock pile usually. You gonna let me talk or not? Fuck you, talk. Kyle's been over here doing sign language. Just saying, seven and a seven point five hit on the under. <laughs> These guys have inside jokes. They're making fun of me. <laughs> no, not you, not you, buddy. Yeah, might as well be. So, all right, carrot fight. Finish, finish that thought. Okay, so I found a rock pile that is usually good. Like it tapers down to whatever. As far as I knew, it tapered down to like 20 foot, and that always used to be good. Well, the fish weren't really on it. So I kept graphing off this rock pile, and it actually comes down to 40 foot, 43, 44 foot, and then flattens out. 
and there was marks all over the bottom. And I feel like I've done this a million times <laughs> were before. Were they sitting right by right by the curve? No. They were like, you had to get like 50 yards from the break where it was flat 40 foot yeah. for a while. And all of a sudden there's a bunch of fish. Huh. And and I, I've done this a million times before. And I'm like, man, what could these fish be? You know, like, like I've tried to catch these fish in so many lakes and you just never do. Or they turn out to be dink bluegill or something stupid. I started dropping on them and... I freaking was catch. They were all big walleye, and I was catching them <laughs> in forty foot of water. Was there? Did you catch any other fish besides walleye? I mean, pike was like. Catching, I mean, there was no. Catch, I mean, you said there was no bass. Was there no, any perch or anything like catching, that? Catching pike was like catching bluegill. That yeah. was a. Um, that was an outlier though. Normally, you're a lot less than forty foot, right? Like eighteen, twenty ish. Oh, I've never foot. caught a fish in forty foot in my life. That was insane. It is electric. Oh, it's sweet, dude. And then I was snapping a jigger. I caught him snapping a jigger app. And when I first found the spot, I was by myself, and it was glass, so I didn't really have a drift. So I would idle, like, real slow. I'd idle around and get right over top of a fish where I'd have a solid bar on my graph, and I would drop a jigging wrap right on their head and just start snap jigging it, and they'd bite it. <laughs> it was so sweet. And every fish was the smallest one I caught there was 23 inches. They have any live bait there? Like, were you tipping the jigging wrap with anything? or? Nope. Just all straight jigging wrap? Straight jigging wrap. Have you ever... I've, I've been hearing some people have been cutting the front hooks off those. You ever cut the front hook off yours? Uh, I did there on accident because I got snagged on a rock and broke it off. But I, I caught fish on the front hook. Really? I don't know why they would do that. I mean, you don't need it. If just they, if they gets, really eat it, then... Just because it gets hung up and stuff, and it's... The thi- yeah, it does get hung up. But the thing is, they don't really eat it. A jig and wrap, I feel like usually they're they're trapping it to the bottom or they're hitting it on the fall or they're just swiping at it. They're never – I only like one in ten fish, I get, I, it's actually like in their throat. It's usually like I hook them under the chin or I hook them on the side of the head because they're just swiping at it or trapping it to the bottom. But it's a sweet bite though like because they, they do swat at it so hard. Sounds like snagging. Yeah, it probably is. And yeah. and you're you you're just, you're just laying game. into them. You're just laying into them in forty foot of water. Like like I'm snap. You know how snap jigging is. Like yeah, for I, bass or whatever. I do the same thing with a tube. Oh my god! If it when you hook them, it's like well, it makes your, like your heart pump a little. With like walleye, they're like a board. Like when you're, I'm not a big fan of catching walleye just because I don't feel like it's that good of a fight, right? And sometimes it's like just. Grabbing a two by four. 25 inches and 40 foot of water is a good fight. So that would be a great fight. So yeah. I can only imagine. Like, but yes, I agree. Otherwise. It's like a two by four in the water. Like it's like, okay, just, you're just snag something. Literally, that's all a walleye is. Yeah. They, uh, they head shake pretty, the big ones head shake pretty hard. Yeah. I haven't caught anything big. I mean, yeah. I. Dink, yeah. Dink walleye don't fight at all. Yeah. Unless they're in current. Well, yeah. yeah then it's just current. the current. That's just the current, like. Like mommy walleye, you gotta have heavy shit because I don't know, Kyle. Kind of just sounds like you don't catch fucking walleye. <laughs> I am primarily a bass guy. Yeah, well, the we know that. We know that. The occasional bluegill and crappie. <laughs> Actually, I really enjoy catching crappie. I do. I love getting on a school I could, crappie. Hey, I could, hey, 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 crappie are fun. Hey, raise your hand if you fished last weekend. Yeah, I did throw a line. I threw a line in. I threw a line in. No, I threw a line in. <laughs> But yeah, anyway. So I'm trying to think of anything else that was really cool. Anything crazy, like not crazy, but anything like stupid happened? I mean, the fishing was stupid. But um, <laughs> anyone stupid. putting hooks in their hands close 
um, my dad ate shit and fell in the boat and snapped his rod, which was my rod. So, <laughs> so I was going to ask was you that because the last time we went fishing, you snapped a rod. Did you break any other rods? Oh, yeah. I got to get that fixed. Yeah. Or replaced or whatever. Um, yeah. So my dad, I had bought that lose, kind of cheaper lose combo, but it was nice. I got the reel and rod separate from um, from Finn. And uh, it was set up for Allie, like just for everything, like drop shot and oh, stuff. Oh, dude, you broke that rod? Dude. Well, your dad did? Yeah, he, he ate shit. I'm glad he was all right because he fell pretty hard. But yeah, How bro- big were the boats? You said they were like wood or aluminum, but how big? You said you were in three-footers, so. Uh, probably 16-foot aluminum. They were heavy or no? My, I, I was in an aluminum boat. Were they heavy? Like heavy aluminum? Like No. Heavy do- No? You no. Getting, you were getting rocked? Uh, not it, the weather was really nice as far as wind until the last day, and then okay. it was ripping, like ripping, ripping south wind, and we our place is on a bay on the north north end of the lake, so all the all the the waves were coming all the way across the lake into our bay. Yeah, that'll do it. Smashing us. Yeah, dude, your picture you took of me looks like I have a fucking receding hairline. I don't like that. Yeah, I talked about that pike my dad caught. I was gonna shoot. <laughs> no, I don't think you did. I you talked about how you didn't catch that big of pike. I didn't talk about how we were bringing our lines. Yeah, you did. You just oh, did. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and you did. Yeah. Kyle, are you drunk yet? Maybe. I'll have another one. I was, I was, I was just going to show you the picture of that one. Because that was a pretty good one. But overall, Canada trip, pretty damn good. Oh, yeah. Good to get out of the city? As good as possible. Good to, good to take a couple days off work. We know Kyle doesn't work. Like, that was that bike. That's a slender bike. I'm giving bike. you a yeah, fair warning. That's a big one. That's a big one. Look at the head. Yeah. Head, That's head. how you know they're big, is if you look at those heads. Mm-hmm. Um... I just want to give you a fair warning, Lewis, because I know neither of these other guys will judge me. I'm off for the rest of the week. I took my vacation time. Just so you know. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, Kyle, to me, I didn't sign your vacation slip, so it just appears to me you don't work. Aren't you basically off every day? <laughs> I thought teachers got the whole summer off. I'm not a teacher for the last time. <laughs> oh, the background check didn't pass. No, I still got to stay 500 feet away from school. <laughs> it's tough work. I'm tough kidding because I still commu- work in a school, so I am just joking. <laughs> he's got to work, he's gotta work remote. <laughs> <laughs> he's a remote teacher. Work work from home teacher. There are teachers like that, though. Let's get off that topic. But speaking of you not working, you're what, fishing tournament this weekend? Yeah. Did you yeah. just fish from last weekend, too? Yes. And you what, you came in last? No, no, no. That was a couple weeks ago. Uh, that was a couple weeks ago. I fished a place I've never fished before that has really good potential, and I launch somewhere that I shouldn't have and trying to take a shortcut on uh, trying to take a shortcut to decrease the amount of runtime I had. And uh, well, how, how do you take a shortcut in a kayak? So there's, there was like five launches where we were, where we were at, we were at East and West Harbor out in Port Clinton. And there's like East Harbor, which has, I think just one launch. Then there's West Harbor that has like three launches or something like that. Doesn't West, uh, what has a state park, east or west? I think both of them. Who has a, what one has a big fucking blue building, the blue barn? I have no idea. I think that's East Harbor because East, east Harbor has they have a, state a park. campground. Yeah, yeah, they have, they, yeah, can, they have yeah. the state park you can launch out of too. So I decided to launch out of West Harbor, but instead of launching out of like the marina and instead of launching out of another area, I launched out of this place called West Harbor Landing, which was completely where I wanted to fish, but it was like a two-mile less run. Right, I mean, it was right where I wanted to fish. And the depth was max of three foot, and the weeds came all the way to the surface. So there was no difference in, like, oh, there's grass in two foot, and, you know, I got a foot to go over to throw a chatterbait or something like that. 
Um, it was just straight grass, so I didn't do too hot there. And I kind of, I think mentally I gave up after I lost my third fish of the day um, within the first, like, hour and a half of the tournament started. You gave up after you lost your mentally, third fish? Mentally, I think I just, it just clicked, <laughs> you know, like. How'd you lose your third fish? Is, you so set the hook was, and it came off or you break off? No, I, I the first fish I started throwing around, which I stood, the first fish I caught was nine minutes after first cast. And I was throwing a frog, and I should have stuck around to the frog. But I ended up throwing a popper, and I lost two, like, back-to-back on a popper. And then I lost my third one, and I think that's yeah. kind of just I mean, for, I, I thought you were just going to be throwing those $150 swim baits, and that's just the money. No, I had them. I had them because <laughs> my plan, because I, I didn't know how weedy it was. My plan was is to is – these tournaments are only three fish limits. So it's three fish, and then you can, you know, obviously try to upgrade. Just call them. Yeah, and so – my plan was to catch three fish and then upgrade my flipping baits, upgrade my frog Length size. or weight? Length. Length. Yeah, kayaks are all length. Gotcha. So that was the goal was to try to upsize my baits and throw around stuff, but I just couldn't find a pattern to save my life. I mean, how, what was the water temp? Probably like 75. Damn, that's hot. Yeah. Did you try beating the rocks at all? You couldn't because – so – you couldn't. There wasn't many rocks there because I fished where I fished. Okay, you, you the couldn't, but could the average fisherman? If you launched at the right <laughs> spot, you could have. I didn't launch at the right spot everywhere I was fishing, and even the people who took the longer run to go to where I was, they all were fishing like a foot of water, which I couldn't mentally think that fishing like a half foot of water would be the deal for that day, but it was. Um, so it. it I didn't finish last. I finished second to last. I found that out. Some guy didn't even catch a fish. Um, so I felt pretty good uh, about Man, fishing. what a loser. Am I muted? Not anymore. <laughs> no, anyway, I said, wow, what a loser. <laughs> well, I'm telling you. that. <laughs> so, yeah, and I called Malachi after it because I, I was pretty pissed. I was pretty – I've never had a slice of humble pie like that. And, Did it uh, taste pretty good or not? No, no. No, it tasted like uh, sweat. Just put it that way. And then uh, I just fished the tournament last Wednesday, and uh, I finished fifth in that. Another body of water I've never fished, never even heard of it. What uh, tournament trail are you on? Uh, it's called oh, – I got to look. I don't even know what it's called. You know what tournament trail you're on? No. No wonder you're not it's winning. A, it's a new one. It's like <laughs> – it's a it's a new one around here in Toledo. Like well, the reason I was asking because you're fishing one this weekend. Is it on the same trail or not? Yes, it's on the same trail. So where are you fishing this week? Uh, fishing La Suan. Um, you ever heard of it? Not in Michigan. Have you ever heard of it? Shut down up. in Ohio. <laughs> yeah. Wait, you've heard of it? Oh yeah, yeah. Quite a few in times. In Michigan? No. Uh, yeah, it's in Michigan. No, it's in Ohio. It's right below the border. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, right in, below it's the border. in Pioneer. It sucks. No, it does not suck. Yeah, it does. For you'll catch dinks. Yeah, uh, there so, are a ton of dinks so in there. So from but, what I've heard. And from the, some of the people I've talked to, it's a lot of 15 inchers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my, a lot of 11 inchers. My buddy, uh, yeah, my no, buddy who just my buddy who just went out and he pre-fished there for like four days. Um, he called me up and he was like, "Hey, he pre-fished there for four days, or he just fished he lives, there for four days? No, he pre-fished it. <laughs> he lives like right down the road. He had nothing else to do. He's retired. Um, and he called me and he's like, "I'm just letting you know, fish. You know, th- you know they're they're not big fish in there." But I hooked up into a couple really large ones, like good ones. And this guy knows big fish. Yeah. So he kind of gave me an idea. And then he ends up saying, I'm actually not fishing the tournament this weekend. So here here you go. So he pre-fished for you. Basically. <laughs> it saved me an hour drive. 
Do they got to be 14? Or 12. I'm oh. guessing five oh, you'll fish get, for five You'll be all right pounds. then. You'll be all right then. You'll get yeah. a lot of 12 inches. There, there are, are a ton of dinks I, out I gotta, there. But there I think are... I'm going to pre-fish it on Friday. Um, I guess it's only open like Friday through Monday. Yeah. Like it's yeah. really weird even though yeah. it's public. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. it's like a it's like a regulated. It's, yeah, it's a regulated bluegill. It's, it's a communist. It's a tro- state, yeah, so. they're, they're they're doing trophy bluegill there. Which is the stupidest thing I've ever. But if you think about it, there's trophy bluegill in there. You can't because it's catch. That whole lake is catch and release, isn't it? You can keep like one bluegill, and it's gotta be huge, or like two or something. But they gotta be like over eight or nine inches or something crazy. Yeah, I don't know. I've, I'm gonna pre-fish it on Friday. I'm feeling pretty comfortable going into it this time. But you um, got to think about it. If there's a ton of bluegill in there, yeah, but the bluegill are pigs. There's got to be some big bass in there. Not not, not, not all if the of bass them. aren't big enough to eat the blue. <laughs> yeah. uh, I mean, the bluegill are the bluegill are big point. in there. That's yeah. a fair point. Real big. So I I don't know. I I've gotten away from over under. You catch a big ass bluegill on a swim bait. Under, because <laughs> I'm not bringing. A, I'm not. I don't think I'm bringing a swim bait. Uh, actually, I always keep my travel rod. <laughs> I always keep my travel rod with me, so I can always bring that. But um, I, you know, me and Malachi kind of grew up fishing, or not grew up, but I fished a lot of the things that Malachi grew up fishing, which is like the grassy, weedy kind of lakes. I think that we all Michigan. have around this area, right? Yeah. And like more up in Michigan. But I'll say this: I feel like these Ohio lakes and reservoirs and ponds, because there's not a lot of lakes in Ohio. I feel like around here, it's a lot of reservoirs, it's a lot of yeah. like ponds. And they don't fish the same. No, they like don't. The, no, even the quarries, though the quarries do not fish anywhere near like Lake Erie or even the muddy ponds we get yeah. up here. Even devils, even the like, they don't fish the same. The reservoirs don't fish the same. It, nothing fishes normally. Um, like I, I've fished St. Clair a ton of times, and then when I go to a quarry that fish that should be the same fishing as St. Clair, it's not even close. Yeah, you know, and it's like Ohio is like just a different. It's just different. I don't. I don't know how else to say it. I know when you get in, into on Lake Erie, in in Ohio, it's the same thing. But when you're talking about the reservoirs and the ponds that are set up the exact same as an inland body of water of Michigan, it does not fish anything like it. No, not even close. Like they're set up kind of similar, but they're two completely different. Have you guys bodies. ever but heard they're, of they're rest also haven? they're super pressured and they're also rest yeah. haven. they're man made. You fish stock. rest haven? Yeah. Man-made stock sucks. ones do not fish anywhere close. We went to there. We didn't go there bass fishing. We went for crappie. We did pretty good crappie fishing. Which which one did you fish though? Which lake? Rest Haven. There's like four or five like ponds. B or like or oh. two or B or something like that. Was it the big circle? No, it was like a long skinny one with a bunch of branches. Yeah, it wasn't the one I was fishing. Because I thought I did pretty good on that lake, and then everyone ended up catching a fish at like eight fifty-five when the tournament ended at nine. And like they ended up getting their limit, so. I Kenny, know. I want crappie you to get on. pretty good, though. Is it? Hmm. I want you to get on a big ass school of crappie in your live scope, and I just want to see the video of it. I could have took a video of it last weekend. I didn't see any crappie in your boat. Well, I wasn't fishing crappie. <laughs> you might as well have been. Yeah, you should have been. Got them all uh, down there. Ding this is a bunch of bluegill. That does look like a big stack of bluegill. Big stack of bluegill. What do you mean? That whole <laughs> thing. I I know. Where were you? Oh. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I found a whole bunch of bluegill beds on Sides Game. Dude, I saw Did you? that. <laughs> 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 oh, 
Um, dude, when you show when you sent that, that was why I went out and tried to find a school of them because I'm like, I'm gonna try. I was trying to find beds so I could like. Send there was still too. some on there. Were there? I yeah, believe it, I, dude. I even it. even at the lake house last week, and there were still there were still bluegill on beds. Oh yeah, I remember. Yeah, that's a lot of them. Oh yeah, I saw that. That's why I went out to go try to find them on beds, and I couldn't. I couldn't find the beds. I found I, the I fish. I found it quite a few times, and maybe 20, 15, 20% of them were still on beds, which surprised me. What? Yeah. They do, yeah, no, they do. still do. There are still some bluegills on beds. Some of them spawn. I think uh, bluegill actually, like, they, they primarily they spawn. Twice. They primarily spawn whenever in May or whatever, but, like, they also spawn on, like, moon phases. Right. There's always fish that are spawning. But I'll say this. This was the weirdest year for spawn because there was fi- – I caught smallmouth on beds, like, it, towards the end of June. Like, I told you that. Like, I was like, yeah. dude, I'm still catching them on beds. Well, like, I went no there way. with you. You went there with and me. And there was, there was like – I'm going to find that. Find there was a few there. fish that <laughs> locked on beds, and it was, like, the end of June. They were locked, and they wouldn't get off of them, yeah. but they were still on beds. Yeah. A couple big ones. Yeah, there was a couple big ones. All right, Kyle, you're going into this tournament – you're you're a big tournament guy. We all have shit we like to keep. What is a couple couple things that you will never go without? What's your favorite kind of gear you'll never go without? Um, besides like the obvious. Well, what is the obvious? Obvious. What, what are we considering a obvious? Fish finder, rods, reels. Yeah, kayak, I mean, is that okay? Drive, is um, that considered gear or is that considered equipment? What? That's I feel like the there's a difference. Thing. No, I feel like there's a difference. You got to explain it to me. Okay, okay. Gun, waders, decoys, equipment. You need that to go. Like, that's essential. I feel like the gun is a weapon. <laughs> <laughs> I think we can classify that somewhere else. But I feel like, all right, so essential, the, essentials versus gear. I think I think all my gear is essential. Do you need dude wipes? I'm not wipes? trying to be. Do you need dude wipes to go hunt? I, I keep toilet paper in my car. But do you need them? Yeah, because I shit on the woods. <laughs> So the only gear is in your the definition. The only gear is your your boat and your rod and like your tackle, like your gear lure. or essentials. So explain uh, me. essentials. Yeah, you throw in a third term in there. Use I, a use a gear or equipment. Sorry, I, sorry. I, I meant okay. I could have phrased that up better. Equipment means like essential shit. Like you can't go without it. How about we just don't have a name for this stuff and we just call it what it is? Yeah. Okay. Fair. Tackle is tackle. Tackle is tackle. Boats are boats. Are rods considered tackle? No. Do you throw your rods no. in the water? <laughs> yeah. Do you, do you tie do you hey, tie sometimes. on your one bait caster to the other one and then cast it? Well, if I want to get a farther cast, yeah. <laughs> I'll fix <laughs> the sturgeon. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I, I think I know what you mean. I guess going into tournaments, the must-haves are obviously like fish finder, battery box, rods, reels, tackle, pedal drive system. But something that even when I'm not fishing a tournament that I always bring is I always bring split ring pliers, um, which I have some that are like off Amazon. They're like nine bucks, which are not definitely not the same as regular pliers. Like, no, they're specifically want split the ones. The ones I got are actually for jewelry, like people who make jewelry and they have like they're the they're the like the paper dowel. No, they're no, they have the one of the part. What do you call it? It's like the end of it has a hook. One side of the plier has. Like a has has a, like a little snaggle tooth. Yeah, yeah, has a yeah. snaggle tooth. Yeah. So I always bring those just in case I hook myself, just in case I need to change a hook out real quick, need to switch it up. Um, mainly in case I hook myself. And they have excellent line cutter. Uh, See, mine don't most of the time. Okay. Mine don't. Mine do. But I carry three pairs of scissors in my boat. Okay. Yeah. Um, and then I carry my catch board with me, which is what I use to measure fish. Um, that's how you measure all your fish in the tournament. You have to have a specific um, board, like measuring board. 
but I bring that with me just because uh, I'm not very good at because I'm kind of newer into the tournament the kayak tournament side I don't really know like length to weight like I'm used to like weighing all my fish so it's kind of weird when I'm like oh I caught a 16 incher and it's like oh that's a two pounder or whatever so it's like to me it's like trying to mentally um no oh this you know this 17 incher is a three pounder or whatever like I don't have to weigh it if I'm in a tournament or if I'm out I can just go oh that's what this probably is yeah so those are basically the only essential. I mean, obviously a life jacket. I carry a extra because I use the manual slash auto life jackets and I wear it all the time. So I always keep an extra um, CO2 cartridge. Um, CO2 cartridge? Yeah, that's what you put them in. Right? Oh, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. I always keep an extra one of those. Um, and Think like you're going to fall in twice? Well, if you fall in, though. So I, <laughs> Sometimes I fell they'll in just go day. off. Yeah. <laughs> I fell in the I, – I didn't fall in. I slipped at the ramp at the last tournament I was fishing. And because the ramp was super slippery, like I think I got maybe the back half of my heel in to the, like on the ramp in the water, and I ate shit. I my graph broke off of my kayak. I hit hit the ground pretty hard, and um, my this guy was like helping me up. He's like, "Oh my god, dude, you're all right." And he's one of the guys fishing the tournament, and he's like helping me up. And I hear this, and I'm like, "What in the world is that noise?" And out of nowhere, it just poof. Just <laughs> blows up and like I'm like hunched over because like I can't move my neck and I'm like trying to get my life jacket off, throwing my graph in. So, but because of that, now I got to go buy a new one. And if that happened, let's say I had to run back to the truck to grab something, like I forgot a rod or I forgot yeah. something, I forgot my phone or whatever, and that that happens at the ramp, I need another one because in case I fall in and I'm in somewhere with a lot of current. Or Those aren't real cheap either. Those no, cartridges. no. Like sixty bucks, aren't they? Wait, can't you just? Is it, they're 40. just regular CO two cartridges. Aren't no, they? it's got a special thread, and you've got to have a special part that goes well, on it. That's bullshit, bro. They don't well, like adapters. A, well, no, the adapter comes with the piece, so <laughs> it like, and then there's a a part that has to get submerged so long in the water for it to actually go off. Yeah. So, um, I was I now always keep an extra one and an extra prop. I always keep an extra prop in my boat and shear pins, which is what keeps the prop on. So for me, my you know essential equipment, gun, decoys, waders, whatever you need to go duck hunting, I will always keep a little handheld saw for building a blind, be it duck hunting, deer hunting. I will always keep a handheld saw. It doesn't matter what brand. It doesn't matter anything. I will always keep a handheld saw. Why you got, why you got me muted? Because your mic was all bobbling around. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and then second that I found out last duck season that I needed to make an essential was dude wipes, any kind of baby wipes. Dude, after wiping my ass with some fucking handkerchiefs and McDonald's napkins or Wendy's or Jimmy John's, whatever you had, Kenny. Jimmy John's. <laughs> Sometimes you just can't even wipe, dude. Bro, dude wipes will always be in my blind bag. No, you just, if you're at the marsh, you just squat down. You just, splash, just use that marsh some... water and kind of use a lily pad. Yeah. Dude, it's already, it's already <laughs> dirty back there. Dude, if it wasn't cold, yeah, that'd probably be the move for the summer. But I don't think in the winter there's much lily pads going on. You can find some dead ones. <laughs> Kenny, what about you? So my thing is uh, sunglasses. I don't ever fish without sunglasses. That's a good one. I forgot about that. Whether it's cloudy, whether it's sunny, or whatever, I pack them every time because I would rather take my sunglasses. I'd rather have half my tackle and my sunglasses than all my tackle or any of my graphs or anything. I would just rather have sunglasses. Dude, almost going anywhere, I only have one pair of like good sunglasses at my Costas, and I always usually wear them. But I only have one pair, and I have a bad habit of leaving shit at everybody's house. 
So I leave those sunglasses at my friend's house all the fucking time and then get so pissed in the morning when I don't have them. Yeah, I I don't. I only have one, but I never leave them. I keep a backup one in the truck that I actually when we went and fished the Detroit River. Remember I bought those sunglasses because I forgot them. Yeah, at that random gas station we stopped at. Yeah, we um, didn't, and then we didn't even fish. Then we didn't even fish. We had to get towed in. Kenny, um, or, sorry. thanks for that, Mal. Um, <laughs> I I always keep those in the my truck just in case. Kenny, how many pairs of sunglasses do you have in your boat slash truck? How many pairs? How many pair of coasts do you have? I don't know how many pairs I have. I, I keep two in my truck and one in the boat at all times. And one on your face, or yeah, and usually one on my face. <laughs> Good man. No, I, I keep two pairs in my truck and one in the boat, and then I have another pair I have at home. The sunglasses, your do or die, though. Nothing yeah. else you keep essential. Not really. Honestly, I mean, I'll, I'll I'm put pretty in, flexible. I'll put in my Apple Watch. Like I use my Apple Watch a lot when I'm on the water, just because like. I don't ever like grabbing my phone out and then I can at least look at what's going on. Yeah. Something's going on. Or if someone calls me, I can just answer it on my watch. So that's like a weird essential that I have. Like I have to have my Apple watch on me when I'm going fishing. One of the essentials, I guess that I kind of want to start carrying this year is like the uh, electronic earbuds, not the headphones. Cause right. I mean, you can't shoulder a gun with headphones on like we're wearing right now, like the electronic one, like right. the Howard lights or whatever. Yeah. My buddy's got a pair of those. They're sweet. Dude, I want to get the in-ear ones so bad, but God, they're just so expensive. I just don't want to, I don't want to pull the trigger, but I know once I do, it'll be worth it. And then that'll probably be essential for me. Probably maybe this season. What about you, Mel? Uh, what are we talking about? What is, what, what do you must have when you're fishing or hunting? Um, case, got, of, case of beer and pack of cigarettes. <laughs> 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 Seth Ryder stuff just start smoking darts <laughs> on the boat. Um, yeah, like glasses are a must. Yeah, like I wear them. Yeah, even if it's cloudy, especially sometimes when it's like hazy, cloudy, you need glasses more than when it's sunny and when it's foggy. That's like, a good we, point. Foggy, we've yeah. had all that smoke come in from Canada, bro. It gets it's, bright. It gets, it gets bright so as fuck. It gets so bright, but it's like you can't even see like a half mile. Yeah, but it's so bright and it's just yeah. like, yeah, it, can't do this. Yeah, it just like radiates off the fog, off the smoke. I want a pair of like the amber lenses, like the brown lenses, because I feel like when it's like cloudy, those would be like the deal. Yeah, they work pretty good. They yeah. are. Yeah. I what's your, Kenny, what's your, yours. <laughs> what's your favorite lens color? My favorite lens color is the blue. Yeah. The blue, uh, yeah, those exact ones. And yeah. then my second is these uh, grays. They're actually not, they're not uh, chrome outside, they're just a uh, clear gray ones which is the base of what those are right just yeah. Have yeah it just doesn't have the mirror image like the mirror yeah because i like these for some days when it's not as bright but you still need sunglasses so you can kind of tone it down a little bit because these are dark the blue ones are dark they're dark and in the winter time sometimes even when it's bright yeah when it's like when it's four, cloudy. four or five o'clock in the winter time yeah and you're like driving you're like ah you're like, it's, <laughs> it's pretty dark it's bright but i don't want to you know i want to see where i'm going still <laughs> Do the do the different colors actually make a difference to you? Like the green versus oh, the blue? Yeah, is it just mirror, or does no. it actually affect you? No, they're well. It's not really the mirror. It's the more of the base of the lens that is used. So like the green ones, like the Costa green ones, have an amber base to them, and the blue ones have a gray base to them. So it's more of the lens color. And it's like the them. blues are really good for like really clear deep water. The greens are better for like shallower, dirtier water. And then your ambers and your silvers are normally typically just all around. Like I don't have any ambers. I just have greens, so I've never. I don't have any experience with those. But my new my new coasters are like 
gray base, but they're gray reflective, which I haven't really seen any like that besides these. They're gray reflective? Yeah. I think I saw some of those the other day, and I really wanted them. Yeah, they're straight straight black frame with just uh, like a lime green Costa logo. And then they're gray reflective, gray base. Yeah, and they do that. They do have that, but it's they're just not. They're not as easy to find. I feel like the blues. I, I ordered them. The blues and the greens. The blues are, are the easiest. I got them on Amazon for eighty bucks. Oh, I'm gonna go look on Amazon right now. They're they're plastic. They're oh, not, the ones. They're not glass. Oh, I don't buy the glass ones because yeah. they shatter way. Too the glass easy. lenses. Yeah. Do Do you think the glass lasts longer than plastic? Yeah. I think it lasts longer, but if you drop it once, they shatter. You know, like you get less scratches on them. Though. You can scratch. Yeah, they don't yeah. scratch. But they don't scratch. doesn't scratch at all. You can shatter them. I'm pretty it rough on mine. I really make a point to try and not drop them. Like they'll fly off my hat sometimes. They're also a lot heavier in your face, though. Yeah. 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 And they're more likely to fall off your hat when yeah. you're just walking. But if I was to get a pair of plastic frames, I would not get or uh, lenses. I would not get Costa. I love. I I've noticed this. I said something the other day to someone, and they were like, we were comparing sunglasses, and mine are really dirty right now. But I have no scratches on mine and mine are plastic. I, I, I don't get zero. I don't get them on mine. I mean, if you I, treat them you right, yeah, you're not taking oh, I'm rough. I wear mine every day. <laughs> I'm rough on mine. I'll, I'll I'll be the first one to admit that. I'm really rough on mine. But I have yet to see like any like major scratches. I'm, I'm sure I have some. Like those micro scratches. That yeah, they like even they have it on glass. You just don't yeah. really notice them. Yeah. There's a range of quality for the, the plastic lenses. For sure. Oh, for sure. Like I've Definitely is. I bought, I've, I've bought Strike King glasses three times and... I actually loved them, but they only lasted like two years. Can you get like polarized plastic lenses? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. You can. That's what I have. Yeah. That's all I've ever bought. I don't know. You can get polarized plastic ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Here's a, gla- here's a glass. That yeah. You know. Yeah. You can, get, you, can get, you can go to the gas station and get $20 polarized <laughs> glasses. No, that's the one that's talking And they're fine. They just don't. They aren't made to last. Like, they no. do yeah. scratch. And I would say the frames more so than the lenses, though, on those gas station ones. Yeah. it's The, the frames are completely trash i mean like i said i bought them i bought them when i went out with you and i'm pretty picky particular on like how my glasses fit my face but like mm-hmm. when i took when me and morgan went out fishing somewhere and she didn't wear any polarized glasses the first time she went out there and then the second time she did i gave her those and she's like oh my god like it there's a huge difference well when we were at tippy tippy dam and you let me use your coast is just to see the fish in the water i had my sunglasses on i had a decent pair of polarized sunglasses I couldn't see anything and put on his coasters and I could see all the fish and I was like, all right, yeah, this this kind of sold me. I'm yeah. I'm gonna get a pair. Yep. Yeah, you gotta have them. Yeah, uh, the the tint the tint on the cheaper glasses just wears off. Yeah. Yeah. And and you can see it like there'll mm-hmm. be lines wearing off. Yeah. And it just completely fucks up your vision. I've had those for two three years now. Yeah, but, but I, I was gonna they're say they're not stretched or anything. If you spend less than forty bucks on a pair of glasses, who cares if they only last less than two years? That's fair. Right. That's a fair point. Like the shady rays or whatever. Because they, they all the break. Company is. I was gonna buy some of those. I was gonna test them. They're out. actually pretty decent. I've actually heard really good things about mm-hmm. the Hobie glasses too. The what ones? Hobie, like, like the kayak brand. Yeah, they make sunglasses, and I've heard really good things about them. Hmm. There's a lot of pros on the Bass Tour that are sponsored by them just for their glasses. Interesting. Yeah, and they all float, which is cool. I gotta say, I feel like Costas are they're they're mainly the name nowadays. Like the technology's there. I I just think like with Costas, like you get so less scratches on them, like versus Oakleys. Like I love Oakley glasses. I think they look really cool, but the lenses scratch so easy that you have to send them back, or you just have to get new ones. 
I've never found any, and I've tried a lot of other different brands of sunglasses, but I've never found any that fit my face and are as comfortable to wear all day long as Costas are. Yeah, I completely. The agree. pair you have on your hat, Kenny, are the pair I want to. I do want to get next. These are the Rincons. I think. Now, if they're Costa or Shady Rays, I, this that style more so than anything. They're lighter framed like and everything. Let me see that. They don't hug as tight. Like I got the Tuna Alley Pros, and those are fucking oh, nice. I, I thought I had a different pair on my head. <laughs> Those are like the Tuna Alley Pro ones are nice, but they're I feel like they grip your nose and they're pretty fucking heavy. I thought those are my I got those exact same ones in gray. Like the ones I have, they're hard to wear all day. I got another thing to add that's I like to that I think is pretty important, but it's not something I couldn't live without, and that's relief shading on graphs. Like the the little like visor you put up on your graphs? No, the the colors. You can color shade your graphs. Huh. For depth ranges. That's a that's a pretty decent because, one. So you're in 14 foot of water, say, okay, and you're catching bass. And a lot of times you'll find, you know, pending a lot of things, but that's kind of where, you know, the temperature and the range and the oxygenation and everything they want to be in. So you look on the graph and you got relief shading. I got mine set up to every five feet. So you'll see a band, a thin band to like a big band on a lake. And you know pretty much anywhere where it shows that color green that there's a good chance there's bass in that. And you'll see a big band, and it'll go down to, like, a deep drop-off. You'll see a little tiny band where, you know, they're probably not going to be up in there. But if you get to, like, a super, you know, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Anyone? Yeah, yeah I know what I you're talking, know what about. talking about. It's just you can find stuff on a lake so much quicker with that than actually trying to, like, zoom in, zoom out, like, look at how deep it is here. Really, so there's in. a hit and miss to that. With the Garmin's, they've done a really good job at having all the maps already put in there and then you can kind of regraph over them with unlimited amount of space but when you come to like Lowrance or hummingbird which i run hummingbirds you run hummingbirds they're very stock so like you're more than likely so off on the different <laughs> ranges so i would disagree with that but i can definitely see if you had a garmin see, I how run, i run garmin though yeah so when you I if you had a garmin that. i could see how it'd be very beneficial because you have all the maps already you don't need to put a card in to yeah. get all the maps like i'll show you so like just a random lake like here's wamplers you get stuck well wamplers isn't a good example it's like zoom out <laughs> yeah, let me like, show you like example. here this one like sucks this lake, right good old evans, evans. he just zoomed in <laughs> on evans you see this lake right here yeah this lake right here did you have you been to evans no i don't fish no, you'll, not, you'll never get to go there now because they closed the ramp so. no you can still launch though no, you can't yeah you can you gotta stay there no you don't yeah you do you can pay the truck stop to unlock it and you can get in it's locked. Yeah. Oh, I I didn't know it's locked. And even. you can just thought I just thought the, the dude I just thought the dude that owns the Evans Lake Lodge didn't let people use it anymore. From what I heard yeah. about earlier this year, you still could, but you had to pay like the truck stop to like let you in and park. Well, what the heck? Wait, Kenny, show me what you're talking about now. Let's go. So like this is all a, this is all a band range here of 20 to 25 foot. This yeah. is colored green. Now you can see here it's a deep drop off because it goes from red straight down to blue which mm -hmm. blue is deeper than 30 foot or 26 foot but so like if you're catching fish in this depth range here you're like you got this whole bay here which, which is what which depth is range is it 20 to 24 okay which is probably all weeds you got this depth band here you got this hole over here where it gets deeper that whole cove is weeds otherwise I don't want to get specific. We don't. We don't need to go over this on this All one. Right. We should go to a different lake because <laughs> he can break this down. My my point is, look at. Do you see any waypoints on here? No, I don't fish this lake, so I have no idea. To be fully honest, I haven't. I haven't fished the southern half of that lake. Now, like if you go to another lake, 
really. This one right here. This one, Somerset Lake, doesn't have doesn't have relief shading. I know that's that what lake. you see. I know that lake too. I know that lake. Too. No, actually, I don't know. No, I know, I know that lake. I know Leanne, but it, it doesn't have the shading like he's talking about. Look like how hard that is to break down. Like you you're zooming in, you're you zooming out. That's you're like, private, huh? That's a private lake. Yeah. Well, it's mapped, but it's not. It's not. That is not anywhere near correct. You don't think so? I know for a fact. What okay. are you What are you on right now? Somerset. No, what? Oh, he's on the Garbionics. This is this is Navionics. But anyway, do you get my point? Malachi can tell you. I fish that lake a lot. And that well, that then I'm just gonna take Malachi instead of a graft. Oh, everywhere. I have access to that lake now. My buddy bought a house on it and has a dock, has dock access. Yeah, <laughs> I graduated high school with like one of my best friends. <laughs> yeah, I, we'll talk about that later because there's a lot that you still have to do to get a boat on there. Oh my gosh. Yeah, you gotta, you have a sticker and be part of association. Yeah, the, same yeah. same thing as Leanne. We could go in and buy a property. It's only like three grand. Why? Oh, no. oh. just what? Buy, buy a lot. Just like an alley. Like Are you back lot. in 1950, yeah. bro? No, it's like three grand. <laughs> just buy a lot, but it's not an actual lot like to build to build on. It's like, all right, moving, it's moving, on, moving on, moving on, moving on. We need like a six foot alley to get on. I don't care if it's two by two by two. I don't need shit. It I, gets I, it gives us a sticker. We can use hunters. Hunter, Hunter don't have a sticker. He don't boat. Then tell him to get us a sticker. Yeah, I'll right. throw one on my kayak. Yeah, we'll, <laughs> yep. and then we can we can fish Leanne in the morning and fish Somerset yeah. in the afternoon. Hundred <laughs> percent. I can give you all the spots on Somerset. My point is, you're catching fish from 10 to 14 foot, right? Show me everywhere that is on that lake. I mean, it's hard. You got to individually break it down. I, I have to. Lake. I have to understand his point. Like you're you're being all smug, like oh, you know, we know these lakes, but you go to a, you go like down south to an I area know, you're not from. I know what he's talking about. When you don't know the lake, yeah, when I'm you not, don't know the lake, like just shading. Like, it's funny that Kenny you pulled up. You pulled up two, two lakes, lakes that we knew. That, like, we know really well. So, but the point was I know, still there. We know the point. The point is they know the point I'm trying to make. The point is, <laughs> is that you can find that areas without actually before going there. But that's just like pre scouting. I mean, I I do that all the time. I go all all the lakes I do. I go to Navionics before I go and fish a lake. Yeah, dude, Navionics saved me in Minnesota, but I also did like caught four fish total in Minnesota. So I don't like I don't like Navionics either. Navionics might not like you. So what did you fish? <laughs> I t- fucking everything. I tried everything at that point. What, when did you go it to the springtime? Wasn't it? Uh, August. Oh, August. Yeah. No, it was uh, it was June. It was June. Like this past June? No, last year. Oh, like thirteen months ago. They're probably midsummer. Mm-hmm. Uh, we gotta just fish grass. Uh, dude, there was deep, like yeah. I tried. Well, so that was a thing. I would get to a point. Where I was using a really like a eleven inch ribbon tail worm. And I was getting bites There's on it. your problem. <laughs> well, that was the only thing I was even getting bites on. I even tried bobber and worm fishing just to see if I could get a bite on anything. They wouldn't even take that. Or leech. I was using leeches. Look at that crappie. That's a 15-inch. That is a fucking nice crappie. Anyway, yeah. But no, you, I'd be getting bites in, like, the thick grass. My trolling motor would not work, and it was windy every fucking day that on that lake. So even when I got to a spot where I started getting some bites and, like, you know, would miss fish because fucking 11-inch worm. Uh, I, I couldn't stay there because the wind was just blowing me right out. So it was a pain in the dick. Yeah, you should have been. Well, yeah, it, it's tough because like you want to throw with their, you want to throw with their biting, but you also gotta throw what works with the conditions. Yeah, and it's I mean, and it's hard to do when it's ripping. If it's choppy and ripping, it's easier to power fish. And the thing was, it wasn't even like ripping, ripping. It was just enough to where my trolling motor could not help at all, and I'd just blow off of every point. Yeah, so yeah. Then I just had to kick on the motor and try to reset myself. It was just a pain in the dick the whole time. Yeah, set yourself up for a drift and 
I tried. Uh, that's what I was. That's what I would do. Yeah. Throw a spinner bait or something fast. Yeah, I mean that's. What, I mean I caught. I ended up catching all my fish on uh, jerk baits. I don't know. I I haven't fished in the south at all, so I don't know shit. Well, it was Minnesota, so it was the north. Oh, I thought you, I thought you were talking about Tennessee. No, I said Minnesota. Oh. Well, I think you're just terrible then. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> June in Minnesota should have been easy. <laughs> all right, everybody. That was a good episode of the Krusty Cast. We will come back with you guys next week with another episode. Uh, thanks, for guys, for listening, and we will catch you on the next one. See you.